Real Nerds is a proud partner of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountains, we speak. Do you remember where you were when we elected a Sasquatch president? How about when you learned Ben Franklin was a robot? Or first heard Stalin's mixtape? I'm Zach Powers. I'm Brian Flynn, and we host The Revisionists. Each episode, one person explains real history and another tells an alternate version. And the winner becomes the truth. We let comics from Denver and around the country run wild through history. It's an in-depth look at history, but with more Babadooks. Check out The Revisionists, available every other Saturday. Wherever you get podcasts and at revisionistpodcast.com. Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to The Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy. At Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there will be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. You can also call us, 720-6Nerds5. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Brian. No, that's this is my announcer voice, and you're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Should I do this as my real self? Oh, shucky darn. Hi, this is Brian Cummings. You're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Okay, do it straight. Hi, this is Brian Cummings, and actually you are listening to Real Nerds Podcast. Send money and real estate. Welcome to another Real Nerds Podcast interview from Denver Pop Culture Con 2019. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast live from Denver Pop Culture Con 2019. I'm Zach. I'm joined by Donovan. Hello. Donovan, you are incredibly well put together here right now with your costume. I'm going to describe it for the folks at home a little bit. Spider-Man with a punk bent to it. And he's clearly a fan of other films and franchises because he's got pins atta- or uh, patches attached with pins. What what inspired you to kind of go for this kind of look for Spider-Man? Because the first time he was Green Lantern, he realized it was a stupid character, and he decided to go to a real one. Oh, snap, that hurts. Ryan Frost entering the mix here. That's how I roll. Are you here to judge the cosplay contest? Well, Donovan, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you were the first person ever to sit on our podcast eight years ago at Denver Comic-Con. You were absolutely correct. Oh, my gosh, I'm in the presence of royalty here. You are. (laughs) See, back then, he was... A little snot-nosed kid who dressed up as a Green Lantern. Really? And then and now then, he grew up to be Spider-Man. Oh, wow. I thought you were about to say now I grew up to be a snot-nosed adult dressing up as Spider-Man. No, I mean, <laughs> Spider-Man, you get a pass. <laughs> okay. Green Lantern, we have problems. So you're saying oh. eight years later he learned his lesson? No, six years later. Six you're here years. Two years ago? Yeah, yeah. I came. 2016 was the last con I attended. So. Yeah, and there's an awesome picture of him with a guitar with Kellen. Right on. Rocket. So he is, he is a regular of Denver Comic-Con on Real Nerds. So you've seen it all then? I've seen a good chunk of it. I wouldn't say all of it because, well, I mean, you see how busy this is right now. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of stuff to see right let, there. Let's be honest. No matter how wide the aisles get, it's still a pain in the ass to walk through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What? So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, shut up. Yeah. Did you know what happened to Spider-Punk in the comics? I read a few comics uh, of the multiverse, and he was included in them. 
That's really where I got mm. my inspiration, but otherwise I haven't fully read into him. He's dead now. Oh, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. A lot of people are. No, he was uh, wiped out in... Um, was a uh, edge of no, not Spider Verse. Was it you got Spider Geddon? Okay, edge of Spider Geddon. He had like his own, um, like one shot, and he got oh. axed. That's that's unhealthy, I hear. Yeah, I'm sure he'll come back. I, I would hope so. The the last uh, Spider Verse piece I read was the one with the family wiping out all the different multiverse Spider Man. Yeah. And- yeah, so that's realistically where I got my inspiration, and it sucks to hear that he's dead. Thankfully, I'm not dead yet. So Yeah, you're good to go. So, yeah, find Spider Geddon when he's, like, on the cover playing guitar. It's a pretty great issue. All right, I'll check it out. Thanks. Yeah. So what have you been enjoying about the con so far this year, Donovan? Like, how does it hold up with other cons from previous years? So, I don't know. Some of the stuff I'm enjoying is definitely the Artist Alley. I... I thoroughly support back in Fort Collins, an hour north of here where I'm from. I thoroughly support the art scene up there. I love it. And just being able to see all of these different artists come together as a collective in one space, it's just fantastic. And they'll, they'll be sketching or doodling while you walk up. They'll have full conversations with you. And for the most part, they, they, they don't get upset if you don't buy anything when you walk away. And that's fantastic to me. Well, they're there to mingle as well as, as sell yeah. stuff. Like, it's not just a one-sided thing with them. Yeah. Who, who's, the, who's the artist you've enjoyed meeting the most? Outside of ones that you've, like, already supported in the past. Like, anybody new? Um, oh, geez, you're putting me on the spot. I can't remember his name. But he basically takes pop culture uh, uh, icons, specifically with video games, and anime and he applies a traditional japanese art style to it Hmm. it's it's very unique i saw his pictures a couple years ago on instagram and tumblr and all over social media and i was just in awe of it and when i saw his booth i actually got to meet him it was mike something and he was just he was a down-to-earth guy he actually knew about the video games like i made a comment on uh i bought a metal gear solid piece from him actually from my buddy gabe and he was talking with me about the different game franchise within Metal Gear Solid and how that applies to Smash. And you don't see that with a lot of artists. They'll take like, oh, that's, that's Snake. I'm going to incorporate him in here. No, he actually knew about Snake and knew the background, and I really enjoyed the conversation with him. Right on. So, he's, so obviously he's got the knowledge behind to back himself up. Yeah. So what, have, what has changed about the con since you've started coming that like, surprises you the most? Out of anything, because like obviously we've had a name change come through the come through the door last year. Yeah, uh, but there's also other aspects that I'm sure have kind of been altered that may have like changed over the years. Um, I'd have to I'd ha- I'd have to go back to the part about the name change. That <laughs> is the biggest one for me. I got these tickets uh, actually from my now ex girlfriend as a birthday gift in November, and <laughs> you said, showed her. <laughs> oh my god, this guy <laughs> chokes on her. I still went. <laughs> I got the tickets, and it said Denver Pop Culture Con. And I was like, what the hell is Denver Pop Culture Con? Then you do the research. I did the research, and it was the same thing. But, you know, from everything I've seen so far, it's like one one of, like, two conventions that have actually changed their name from Comic-Con to be, uh, for lack of better terminology, more inclusive towards the other pop culture references that are here. Which I get it, but at the same time, you know... Comic-Con is like a staple, I feel like. And actually having that name, everybody I've talked to here still calls it Comic-Con. Yeah. Nobody calls it Pop Culture Con. Yeah. 
and I, I get the progress and moving forward, but it kind of, I don't know, it takes away from it. I was talking with a couple folks in line, and they, the reason that they brought up why it's not as busy as back in 2016 when I came yeah. is because it's not Comic-Con. So people, when they look for Comic-Con, they're not seeing that it comes up. They'll see Denver Pop Culture Con, and maybe they get turned off because they think it's something different. Yeah. Well, and there's there's unfortunately the whole issue of some other cons claiming that only they can call themselves Comic Con and stuff. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, no, it's uh, there was a lawsuit with uh, Salt Lake City Con versus uh, San Diego Comic Con, which uh, San Diego won. So it was kind of assumed that everybody was going to have to start changing names, but okay. I don't know if they were planning on the name change prior to. that. I don't know. I think it was a preemptive strike because they didn't want to get sued by San Diego. Right. But so, but outside of that, though, like pretty much the same. Like, yeah, nothing's generally changed too much. It's the same atmosphere. It's the same grouping of people showing up. Um, it's still a fun and and you know all inclusive atmosphere. Whether it was Comic Con, whether it's Pop Culture Con, whether it's Brony Con, <laughs> you're still gonna. Which let's hope and pray it doesn't become that. Oh right, you want to go to Brony Con? <laughs> can we make fun of it? Yes, I, sure. I'm I content so. with that. I, I you know, I was at the comic store a couple months ago, and some dude, some dude. I'm not saying like a kid. Like it was a young boy, and he wants My Little Pony, whatever. But some dude had My Little Pony like stack of it, and he loved it. And that's Ooh. weird. I had a friend who was a brony in uh, film school. Why, why was, do people? Why do people like the, the, My Little Pony? The, it was it's specifically for that show, My Little Pony: Friendship Is Magic, and apparently the writing on the show is incredibly clever. I have not watched any of it. I've just heard them say firsthand, "Hey, this writing's really good." I'm like, "Cool." I don't like My Little. He's pony. saying that like he knows it's good. He's like, "The writing there's really good." I've never watched it though. I mean, I've never seen it. <laughs> Sunshine Sparkles is. I don't know what that. Pony is. What's a sunshine sparkle? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I made up a, a name for a My Little Pony. You were trying to test me, and I failed the test. Yeah, it works, I guess. I, I saw this dude. He had to be like fifty something, upper fifties. <laughs> you know, bigger gentleman. He was wearing a pink pony shirt, and then he had a bright green sparkly backpack on. And you I know, mean, I, I guess more power to yeah, him. Yeah, I guess yeah, if that's whatever. what you—that's what you like. That's what you like. Yeah, whatever uh, works for you. I mean, as well as ones I just don't understand it. It's not because I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Just like I just don't know what the appeal of little cartoon ponies. I think I guess you'd have to like see what they're talking about in it. I mean, like Tara, is it? I think Tara Strong's on it, or Emily Blunt. Was Emily Blunt in one of them? Yeah, she's in the movie. She's in the movie. Like, so there you I go. haven't seen so, it. So clearly, it's able to attract some names. So it's yeah, good. I don't think it's able to attract names. I think it's. Give me money and I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it falls under the same lines as uh, comic books, for example. I mean, we're grown men; we still read comic books of fictional characters swinging from building to building. Yeah. So, but you know, it, it, it's a muscular dude in a unitard rather than a, a pony. I think in the grand uh, scheme of things, no, we're all Spider-Man silly. is the greatest literary character ever made. I don't okay, know about Batman. that, but yeah. I'll, okay, name a better one. Huckleberry Finn. I'm sorry? Huckleberry Finn? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm a racist. Huckleberry I Finn mean, is not better than Spider-Man. I uh, mean, he can't swing from building to building, but he can articulate yeah, he can, his words a lot better than... Yeah, racist words to poor Jim on the riverboat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. You're going to win this argument with me. Sherlock Holmes. Nope. What? No. The greatest detective in the world. It's not, he doesn't have a moral code like Spider-Man. No, but he... 
That's true. He also does heroin. But yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, he also has more successful movies than Spider Man. I mean, <laughs> false. Okay, that okay. is a false. Statement. I mean, if we're talking about like Tom <laughs> Holland, yeah, I'm content. Andrew Garfield, yeah, I'm content. So, are you talking Toby about McGuire? Robert Downey Jr. Or are you talking about Sherlock Holmes? I'm talking about Sherlock Holmes as a character. Has more, you know, successful movies. No, nope. he has only two. He has two, no, but that's better than Tobey Maguire's history. anything. No, nope. let's be honest. No, nope. he's had plenty throughout history. The Basil Rathbone. Yeah, so I mean, the first Peter. Spider-Man made eight hundred and thirty-six million dollars. So yeah, but it's still garbage. Are we so the I mean, first Spider-Man is? N- we're gonna fight. Am I gonna? No, no, we're not gonna fight. But am I gonna do the inflation calendar? <laughs> <laughs> try to figure. Get, try to figure it out. I'm just curious now what they've all made as a whole. <laughs> oh, that's these true. kids these days tell me the first Spider-Man movie is garbage. You know I what mean, though? Those we, those those individual Spider movies have made more than any of uh, any Sherlock Holmes movie would in its initial run. That and they're amazing. Yeah, that is true. They are amazing. I uh, Tobey Maguire just doesn't do it for me though. I'm I'm sorry. The movies are just like okay, but then at least admit that Willem Dafoe is an amazing badass villain. Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay, then yeah, we're finding some common ground here. Go Web. <laughs> Go Web. Oh my God. Tobey Maguire is amazing. So what are you looking forward to for the for the last day of the con? Like we're on day two right now. Um, it's gonna sound odd, but I since I got the tickets for my birthday a couple months ago, I didn't know anybody else who was going to this convention. Actually, I still I know one person who was here yesterday, and she was here for like an hour. Really? Um, I I really enjoy meeting people and getting to talk with them, and like with this cosplay, it makes it extremely easy just to walk up to anybody and say, <laughs> "Hey, I'm Spider Man. What's up?" <laughs> and I really enjoy that aspect. It, it, it's and it falls under the you know Comic Con conversation earlier. It's a community of people as a whole with similar interests. Yeah, the place to gather and share your interests. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I saw this other guy who was dressed, you know, not not as well as I am, but he had a punk Spider-Man getup as well. Yeah. And we had like a thirty-minute conversation just on comic books as a whole and like what he did for his cosplay, what I did. I had a guitar with me that you know today I have the backpack to actually buy stuff, but I had a guitar with me and it had Marvel heroes on it, and he admired it and asked to buy it and. You know, it, it's just actually having that sense of community, that sense of, of friendship without even knowing somebody is fantastic to me. So I'm excited for tomorrow to see that as well. Right on. Well, are, thanks. You, are you spider punk tomorrow too? Yeah, you know, nice. I was I was very, my new job, I'm working 75 hours a week. Wow. So I don't have much time at home, so I just grab no, this out of the closet. No, it's awesome. It's unique enough that, you know, people know it's Spider-Man. Yeah. And then... Real comic people know that he's actually in comics, so it's awesome. So that's a twofer right there. Yep. Uniqueness and... Do you still fit in your Green Lantern costume? Oh, my God. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> you got to remember, I was like a solid foot and a half shorter oh, yeah. back then. <laughs> no, I, you know, when you came in that, it, a couple years ago, I was shocked because you, you used to be just like this little guy, and then you grew up, and we're so proud of you. Oh, Dad. Uh-huh. So, you know, you keep trashing on Green Lantern. I have to bring it up. I can't show you now because the unitar goes to my feet, but I have a Green Lantern tattoo on my calf with the starts of all the other lantern rings. Just because if we talk any day of the week, if Hal Jordan and Peter Parker were to go at it, we obviously know who would win. Peter Parker. Oh, you're hilarious. All he'd have to do is web his fucking lantern, throw it away, and be like, what are you going to do now? All, all Green Lantern would have to do is put a bubble around Peter Parker and take out the oxygen. Yeah, but he has to charge his fucking ring first yeah and you say can charge that sucker overnight you in, charge your phone overnight yeah in darkest day or blackest night 
punch, done. All you got to do is turn your Comic back to Peter Parker, you win. Done. Comic written plus in two you, pages. Plus, you don't even have to charge it every time you go to use it. That would take away the whole purpose of them being space oh, cops. So, yeah, my, my big problem with DC heroes, always a caveat to their heroism. <laughs> okay, look at it this way. Actual cops don't need to like fully load each individual bullet into their gun before they go to use it. No, they just have it ready to go. They, they loaded it prior to the fight. Aljorn would be like, oh, my ring. The whip, gone. I like Iron Man. <laughs> oh, so you obviously have bad taste. Yeah, no, no, no. no oh. I just, I, I'm trying to think, though, because, like, Green Lantern has powers of a space cop. Spider-Man's got powers of a spider. I really like Batman. I don't think he's going to take any of them out. So No. Yeah, no, he's just a billionaire. He'll probably battering away. So I mean, we could talk about that. Justice League animated film from a couple of years ago where they're in the sewers and he's like, well, what does this do? How Jordan, oh shit, where'd it go? Like, yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you, Donovan, for sitting down and chatting with yes. us. Yeah, of I, course. I appreciate it. Um, this has been Donovan speaking to us eight years later. Um, eight years later. Yeah, Good seeing you, buddy. The, the evolution has come full force. Um, I'm Zach and uh, Ryan joined in on this conversation. I did. To I had to put Green all. Lantern in his place. <laughs> oh, oh, you're take, still not going to win that one. Get out of here, John Stewart, Green Lantern. <laughs> okay, John Stewart is still better than the rest of them. Uh, mean, get out of here, whatever other stupid Green Lanterns there are. Ooh, ouch, real burn. Ow. Uh, yep. Oh, no, that hit right to home. What am I going to do? Yeah. Are you Sinestro? Oh, gosh. Take it easy, everybody. We'll see you with the next interview. This has been another Real Nerds Podcast interview from Denver Pop Culture Con 2019. See you next year. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics for supplying us with all our comic needs, especially you, Andrew. You know who you are. And a big shout-out to James's mom. I'm giving you an electronic hug that you can feel through the airwaves. Thanks for listening, and have a nice day.